Hello, love, and welcome to Become Your Own Savior, the podcast for spiritually minded women who want to learn how to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns that keep repeating in their lives so they can become truly free and reclaim their power to create a life they truly love. I'm your host, master hypnotherapist and quantum healer, Genevieve Joy. In this episode, I'm going to give you a bird's eye view of what it takes to become the kind of woman who knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that she has what it takes to successfully handle any situation she faces in life. It doesn't matter whether a problematic pattern is showing up for you in the context of love and relationships, health and wellness, or career and finance. They all happen in the same basic way, which means that we can use the same basic process to fix them all. The key is to understand that no one consciously creates their problems. The source is found deep within your unconscious. So if you're not using a healing process that has the power to access and heal that unconscious source, then it's going to be extremely difficult for you to get rid of that problematic for good. In fact, when it comes to your most energetically intense and prolonged patterns, getting rid of them without a powerful unconscious healing tool might feel so difficult that for all practical purposes, it's impossible. So in this episode, I'm going to show you the big picture of what it looks like to heal all problematic patterns so you never have to suffer again and you can become truly free. Let's dive in. I want to start this conversation by getting clear on what's not working in your life right now. What's the one big thing that's causing you to feel chronically happy or unsafe right now? Is it that you don't have all the money you need and you're afraid that you're always going to be stuck in financial survival mode? Is it that your relationships just aren't doing it for you and you're not feeling loved and accepted in the ways that you really need? And maybe you're afraid that you're always going to attract the same kind of asshats into your life or that you're just going to continue to blow up your relationships in the same way, right? So they always end in heartbreak and you're just going to live the rest of your life with a love deficit. Or maybe it's about your health. Maybe you're afraid that you're feeling trapped inside a body that feels emotionally or physically painful in some way. And you're afraid that no matter how hard you try and change it, your soul is going to be stuck inside a vessel that feels more like a prison than a temple. These are all very real problems that can have a very real impact on your life. And I promise you, they're not the real problem. They're the end result of the real problem. That's why they're not going away. Even if you've really been putting some work into trying to clean them up. It's like you're wearing yourself out by spending a bunch of time and energy trying to clean up crap piles all over your life, but you don't realize that there's a factory inside you that's making all the crap. And until you change the way that factory operates so that it produces something that you want to have more of instead of something you want to have less of, then you're going to spend the rest of your life running around trying to clean up the same old piles of shit all over and over again without making any kind of real meaningful difference in your everyday reality. So how do we do the work of changing our internal operating system so that it produces less of the things we don't want and more of the things we do? The first step in this process is to awaken. In order to use the quantum healing process with authority so that it can be most effective, you need to learn who you are and how your reality is created at the highest level. In other words, you need to understand how that crap factory inside you was created in the first place. That's the only way you're going to be able to stop making crap factories and start making love factories or money factories or health factories. (laughs) And that means you need to learn the big picture of how you became you so you can become a different you. 
That's why phase one inside Warrior Woman University is all about showing you how the big picture of your reality is created and how you created the specific situation that you're in now. And in the next episode, I'm going to dive deeper into what it means to do the work of awakening so that you can begin to see the bigger picture of the pathway that can lead you out to true peace and freedom. And then once you become aware of the truth of how you work at a soul level, you'll have reclaimed your power to heal your emotional wounds. And it's time to put that power to use by learning how to heal the source of the unconscious programming that's continuing to operate that problematic pattern and keeping you from living as your most authentic expression. And that's exactly what the quantum healing process is designed to do. And within it, there are two main parts, self-discovery and self-healing. The self-discovery process is a set of questions that are designed to help you uncover the source of the problematic pattern you're experiencing now so that you can then heal it with the self-healing audios. It may sound obvious, but understanding what the problem really is, is the one area where my students tend to get stuck because you cannot heal a theoretical wound or a wound that doesn't belong to you. But that is exactly what most people try to do because we've been conditioned to believe that our problematic emotions and problematic behaviors and other people's problematic stuff, that's the problem, but it's not. And you need to learn how to find the real source of your problematic pattern so that you can heal it on a quantum level and then collapse the polarity that it lives in. And until you do that, the problem is going to continue. So that's what I'm going to teach you how to do in phase two of Warrior Woman University. And then once you've learned how to effectively heal the source of your unconscious programming that's causing the problematic patterns, then it's time for you to do some expansion work because the specific desire that you want to have instead of your current problem, it's too big to comfortably fit inside your current reality. And that means unless you do the work of expanding your neurology so that you can receive your desire and then hold it over the long term, you're going to push it back out again. And there's three sort of hidden pieces to expansion work. One is the blocks that you have to receiving your specific desire, the specific thing you want to have instead of your current problem. There's a reason why you don't have that now. And it's not just because you're not making the right kind of choices. In the context of every problem, there's a polarity, a push and a pull between what you want to have less of and what you want to have more of. The big picture reason why you keep experiencing the problem is because it's energetically attracted to you. And the reason why you don't have your desire is because you're energetically repelling it. You're not just going to automatically attract your desire by healing the energy that's causing you to attract the problem. You need to do healing work on both sides of that polarity. And you also need to heal your relationship to the big concepts of desire and pleasure. Because if it's not 100% okay for you to be the kind of woman who has big desires, then it's not going to be 100% okay for you to receive your specific desire. And since the reason why you want your desire is for the pleasure it's going to bring you, then it's really important that we neutralize the general concept of pleasure as well so that you can stop blocking yourself from receiving your specific desire out of fear of its inherent pleasure. I know that can sound wackadoodle, but I'm telling you now, this is the thing that can make the shit hit the fan right when life starts getting good. And it's the same thing that can make you do this like two steps forward, three steps back kind of jazz. And you're also going to need to learn how to identify and heal the invisible barrier that's lying between you and your desire. It's called a pleasure threshold, and it's the upper limit of pleasure that you can unconsciously believe is safe for you to experience. 
If the pleasure that's associated with your specific desire lies above that upper limit, then not only is it going to be incredibly difficult for you to hold on to your desire over the long term, but what's more likely to happen is that you're going to have a very negative emotional response as soon as you start getting close or you start experiencing a lot of pleasure from your desire. And that negative emotional response is going to bring you as far away from your pleasure threshold as it takes for your unconscious mind to be convinced that you're emotionally safe. And trust me when I say you can go to new depths that you never even imagined you can go. It's just a shitstorm. And that's why we're going to be talking a lot about this in episode 10. Now, once you've done the work of awakening to how you work at a soul level, and you've become aware of how your current problematic patterns are functioning, and you've done the work of healing the source of that problematic pattern and the blocks you have to getting what you want to have instead, you've expanded your neurological container so you can hang on to your desire over the long term, the last step in the healing process is to make brave new choices so that you do not recreate that old pattern in a new way. Look, if you got hurt because you decided to play catch with razor blades, then if you want to avoid getting hurt in the same way again, you're going to need to choose to play a different game. I mean, that's, I know it might sound so obvious it's not even worth mentioning, but I promise you, this is the part where the wheels tend to fall off the wagon for a lot of spiritual women. Because many of the leaders in the broader spiritual community have been feeding folks this idea. If you just raise your vibration high enough, you can manifest whatever you want. And that is just not the truth. It violates the basic principles of how the universe works. And it really pisses me off because I get DMs and emails all the time from women saying, I'm doing the work and I've been doing the work for years. Why am I still broke? Why do I keep finding myself in the same kinds of shitty relationships? Why can't I make lasting changes in my body and my health? It's because they've been led to believe that by raising your vibration, that's the way to manifest your desires. So if they're doing that work and they're not manifesting their desires, then there must be something wrong with them. And it doesn't take them long for them to start really losing hope and turn their bad situation into something that's way, way worse. I'm here to tell you there is nothing wrong with you. And doing the work of taking action to manifest your desires doesn't require you to get get all hyper-masculine and drain all your energy away by pushing and shoving your way to getting what you want. And in episode 11, I'm going to prove to you that all of that is true. Hey love, if you're ready to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns in your life so you can finally become free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love, then head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com. It doesn't matter if your problematic pattern is in the area of love and relationships, health and wellness, or money and career, and it doesn't matter how you acquired this problem or how long it's been going on. Since all problems have an unconscious source, that means they're all fixable with a combination of a powerful unconscious healing tool and a step-by-step plan to permanently move you from where you are now to where you want to be. So whether there's one big problematic pattern that's been causing you to suffer for a long time, or if you're chronically feeling unsatisfied with your everyday reality and you know you're not being who you're meant to be, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com now and get everything that you need to become truly free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love. Okay, back to the show. Now, when you get all these big chunks of information on awakening, healing, expansion, and then taking brave action, you're going to have a complete owner's manual to your own life. But it's one thing to have the book and read it 
And it's another thing to actually put that information into practice and use it so that you can do the work of transforming your life. So in order to become someone who becomes transformed, you need to make four sacred commitments. The first commitment is the willingness to change at the level of your identity anytime you become aware that something isn't working in your life. In order to fully step into the version of you who is past the situation that you're in now, you must be willing to become someone new. And that requires that you allow your definition of who you are to change as much and as often as you need in order for you to be truly happy. And in order to do that, you got to be committed to consistently asking yourself the big questions, which are, who is this problematic pattern causing me to be that I no longer want to be? What's important to me about not being that person anymore in terms of my relationships, my career, and my health? Who will I become when I'm no longer being that person? And what's important to me about coming that person? And what will I sacrifice if I don't become that person? Each of these questions uncovers your values. And when you shift your values, you shift your identity because your values are what's most important to you with the deepest level of your unconscious and they form your identity. Now, here's the issue. The other people in your life have adapted to relating to your old identity, which means they don't yet know how to relate to this new identity, who you need to become. So at an unconscious level, you know that changing your identity must cause a disruption in your relationships with the people that you're closest to. And if you're unwilling to allow that disruption to occur, then you're going to sabotage your own ascension. But here's what you need to know about that. Whatever serves your highest good always serves the highest good of the collective, even if it causes other people to become temporarily uncomfortable. If you're going to be able to find true peace and freedom and live as your most authentic self, you have to trust that this is true. Trust that what your soul is leading you toward is right, not just for you, but for everyone around you too. And you've got to walk bravely forward toward your highest truth. And here's the deal. The only person who can know what's truly right for you is you. And the only person who can know what's truly right for somebody else is them. So by choosing to abandon yourself so that your relationships don't change, you're not just hurting yourself. You may very well be hurting the people that you love the most. Because what if one of the big reasons you're in their life is to become a catalyst for their transformation? Look, change is uncomfortable. I mean, it just is. And we're not going to have any reason to do it if we're just sitting all nice and comfy in our lives and there's no push for us to learn how to do different things. You know, remember the goal of life isn't to avoid experiencing any, you know, difficulty of any kind so that you can remain in a bubble of safety and comfort. That's not real living. There's no joy or excitement there. The goal of life, your purpose for living is to grow so that you can become free from the problematic patterns that are preventing you from living as your most authentic self. And everybody needs a little push, an energetic shove to help get them started on that path. And that push can come from your external circumstances when you're either, you know, living life on autopilot, not paying attention to the ways you need to make a change, or you're aware of the ways that you need to change, but you're just not doing it. Or that energetic push can come from inside you when you take control over your growth process and you live with conscious awareness and personal authority. Look, somebody's got to be in charge of your life. And if you're not doing it, who is? You know, personally for me, I always want to have control over my own reality. 
But you might be thinking, no, I want to surrender to a higher power, to God, to the universe, whatever your name for that is. That entity has more knowledge of what's right for me than I do. So I want to put my faith, my power, my control in God. Well, here's what I have to say about that. Honey, that's you. You are the God of your own universe. You're not the God of anybody else's, but you are the God of your own. And that means you already have access to all the wisdom and the resources that you could ever possibly need. They're not outside you. They're inside you. And if you don't believe me, I'll prove it to you. Imagine yourself traveling back in time. Go so far back in time that you reach the beginning of all time. Take all the time you need to go to that place that is before the beginning of all time. You'll know you're there when you reach a place where everything is all one. Not a collection of individual ones, but everything is one whole. There's no separation here, which means there's no way for you to tell the difference between what will become you and what will become anything else. This place, this energy, this time is God. And everything that ever will be, and it's nothing specific at all. Since the essence of what will become you is here in that place, it means you already have access to everything that you could ever desire to have. It's already within you. You just need to heal the energetic blocks inside you that are pushing it away from you. Isn't that amazing? And because you are the God of your own universe, you can't really abdicate that power. I mean, where would it go? What you can do is refuse to accept it and and choose to wield it with authority. That's going to make your personal evolution very, very difficult. You know, remember, the reason that you're alive is to grow. And you can grow the easy way or the hard way, but either way, it's happening. Growing the hard way looks like living in a constant state of resistance until the circumstances of your life become so uncomfortable that you're forced into an existential crisis and you give up all the comforts that you clung to so that you can finally grow into someone new. Growing this way feels like a series of terrifying ups and downs. Growing the easy way looks like living in a continual state of acceptance where you're always doing the work of healing and expanding and bravely moving forward so that you never find yourself stuck in a state of suffering. And growing this way feels like riding a series of gentle waves that are moving you in the direction that you want to go. If you're going to live this way with authority and control over your own evolution so that you can find real freedom right now and you can have the kind of safety and comfort that come with knowing that you have the power to successfully handle any challenge that you face in life, then there are four sacred commitments that you need to make to yourself. So the first sacred commitment you need to make to yourself is to stay in a state of acceptance. And the next commitment is to constant curiosity. In order to stay in a position of authority over your own life, you need to get curious and investigate the unconscious patterns that are playing out in your life so that you can heal them and have more of the things you enjoy and less of the things that you don't. So when a hard thing happens, 
you're going to need to stay committed to avoiding the urge to numb yourself to your difficult emotions and instead remain committed to investigating what's going on underneath the surface of this problem without getting stuck in the drama of it all so that you can find its source and heal it. And then you're going to need to make the commitment to steadfast self-respect. Instead of sacrificing your needs and desires to try and be the kind of person that other people respect, you have to stay committed to respecting yourself at all times. And that means you are never going to abandon yourself to keep others comfortable. You're going to be committed to doing what's right for you, even if it feels hard or scary, and even if other people don't like it. You're going to trust that what's right for you is right for everyone. And if you don't know what's right for you, you're not going to ask a bunch of other people because they don't have the answer. You're going to lean on your sacred commitment to curiosity and you're going to go inside yourself and find out. And then you're going to stay committed to seeing that through. And the next sacred commitment you need to make is to do healing work the moment you realize that it's needed. Not sometime later when you're feeling better. You're going to do it the minute that you feel triggered. Because those moments are golden opportunities to make massive shifts in your life in an incredibly short period of time. Because when you get triggered, the neurology that's firing that emotional response is never going to be more lit up than it is in that moment. And that's what you really need. When you combine that, the emotional intensity of that unique emotional constellation and you pair that with an incredibly powerful unconscious healing process, that's when you get to make incredibly massive transformations in like minutes. It's phenomenal, but you have to be committed to doing that work when it's necessary. And the last sacred commitment that you need to make to yourself in order to take control over your own spiritual evolution is a commitment to being incredibly brave. If you're going to find true peace and freedom, so you can have a level of safety and comfort that lives on a whole nother plane of existence, because it lives inside you, then you're going to have to be very, very brave by admitting something isn't right for you, that it's time for you to step into a new way of being, and that you need to do something you've never done before to make it all happen so that you can be who you've always wanted to be. And we're going to talk a lot more about that in episode 11. But for now, I want you to know that the whole reason why we do spiritual healing work is to get you to the moment where you feel comfortable and confident enough to make brave new choices. So if you're using the quantum healing process and you're doing deep spiritual healing work, but you're not being incredibly fucking brave and making radically different choices, you've missed the point. And you will find a way to unconsciously repeat that old problematic pattern in a new way. And, you know, if you're ready to do this incredibly transformative work for yourself with as much ease and grace as possible, come join us in Warrior Woman University. You know, look, making big permanent changes in your life the easy way, it's not a mystery. Well, it was a mystery, but then I hated my life so much that I was forced to become a spiritual Nancy Drew so that I could uncover the mystery, and now it's not a mystery anymore, at least to me. We cracked the case. So come be a spiritual detective slash spiritual warrior with us inside Warrior Woman University so that you can create an everyday reality that is far beyond anything you could ever imagine, but it's everything you deserve. So in this episode, we got an overview of the process through which you can heal any problematic pattern that you face in life so that you can become truly free and have the kind of confidence that comes with knowing that you have what it takes to successfully handle any challenge you face in life. This is about becoming a spiritual warrior, not the kind of warrior who's looking for a fight with others or within herself, 
but the kind of woman who's willing to fight for what's right for her. The kind of woman who's fully self-contained and independent. The kind of woman who's whole. Because that's the only place from which you can freely give. And when you walk the path of the spiritual warrior, you're going to be fulfilling your life's purpose. And you're going to become a model, a role model, and a beacon of hope for other women who are currently in the place where you used to be and who desperately want to be right where you are right now. So becoming collectively independent is how we come together to heal the world of codependent suffering. And in the next episode, we're going to continue a deep dive into the process of spiritual awakening and what it means to uphold your sacred commitment to fulfilling your soul's highest purpose, why we have a tendency to avoid doing that work, and what's going to happen for you when you commit yourself to doing it anyway. When you're ready, I'll meet you there. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com and get started on your way to healing the unconscious source of your problematic patterns so you can finally become free and create a life you truly love. And if you'd like to join this movement of women who are reclaiming their spiritual power and healing the world by healing themselves, you can help us grow by following the show and leaving a review and letting me know how the Become Your Own Savior podcast has impacted you. Until next time, I'm Genevieve Joy.